Welcome to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. This is a show to help you be inspired by our Catholic faith, live out the gospel message, and deepen your relationship with Jesus Christ. I'm Michelle Fanley, and I'm joined each program in the studio with my friend Emily Jaminette. We hope this show provides an uplifting 30 minutes to refresh your soul and strengthen your faith. As it was born out of our friendship, we hope it encourages you to deepen and develop spiritual fresh friendships with your sisters in Christ. And good morning, Emily. How are you today? Good morning. I'm so thrilled that we're going to be talking about healing. <laughs> we love this topic. Yeah, It is important for women, especially, well, all men and women, but we see it a lot in um, our conference attendees, our friends. There's um, so much healing and we have an amazing guest today, one that I know Emily and I have followed his work since for many years, uh, Dr. Bob Shooks will be bringing him to talk about his newest book, Do You Want to Be Healed?, which is an amazing retreat in a book that you can do. And I just have to say that I just finished it this morning, and it was so amazing. What a gift to um, walk you through meditative prayer, because even though, Emily, you know, we are authors on prayer, but it is hard. It is a wor- work to become a, a good prayer, right? And to, to develop those deeper, pr- that deeper prayer life. Well, and I'm really excited that with this episode focusing again on healing, like you can't ever be done healing, right? Like you can't ever just say, check, I'm, I'm done with that. So um, everything that Dr. Bob has written has been just really fruitful for me spiritually. And uh, we'll dive deeper into some of his resources and you know, ways that the women can connect. Absolutely. Well, Dr. Bob Shook is the best-selling author of Be Healed, Be Transformed, Be Devoted, and Be Restored. He's the founder of the John Paul II Healing Center in Tallahassee, Florida, and the co-host of Restore the Glory podcast. His latest book asks the question, Do You Want to Be Healed? It's a 10-day scriptural retreat with Jesus. So welcome, Dr. Bob Shooks. Thank you, Michelle and Emily. Great to be with you. You guys are doing great work up there. Well, thank you. And thank you for all you've done. And Emily and I were just talking about before the show, we're very excited to to remember you're going to be here in Columbus, Ohio in December. So everybody mark your calendars for an amazing event up at St. Paul's. Yeah, we're really looking forward to that. uh, We have fun every time we come up there. And the registration, I believe, opens September 5th, but very close to it. So put that on your calendar because those things fill up really fast. These retreats are just such a gift. And for you to be coming to Columbus and and yet to have you here as a live guest is awesome. Yeah. So can you tell our listeners a little bit more about, about yourself and your faith journey? Yeah. And to do that briefly is challenging. But I, do <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am a lifelong Catholic. Uh, and grew up in a, in a family uh, where faith was important to us. My parents were involved in Christian family movement. Uh, they were part of the renewal process at Duquesne University. And to my knowledge, you know, we went to Catholic grade school, my brothers and sisters. To my knowledge, we were kind of like the, the ideal Catholic family until things started falling apart, which is where I got into my interest in healing uh, many years later as I dealt with some of the aftermath of that. And basically, my dad uh, did not drink around us, but when he would travel, he was an executive for IBM. Uh, When he traveled, he would drink and uh, eventually had affairs, and that ended up destroying not only my parents' marriage, but our family life, and didn't get to see him for two years. And, you know, I don't want to paint a bad picture of my dad because I loved him very much. He was... He would 
sit at Mass next to me and ask me about the homily and the readings and uh, pray a blessing over us at night was my coach. And, you know, I just loved him. And so it was, it was extra devastating. It wasn't like this uh, raging alcoholic who's angry all the time and, and difficult to live with. Um, so I remember when I heard my parents were going to get divorced, I sat there and just cried my eyes out for a long time, but then didn't cry again for 20 years. And it was that 20 years later with a spiritual retreat that really changed my life and and then subsequent healing experiences that really uh, awakened my interest in healing uh, for myself and for everybody else. And I was already a therapist and a teacher at that time, so you'd think I'd already have that awakened, but uh, it, it was an awakening of the spiritual aspects of that healing process that was really uh, instrumental in everything that happened after that. And, you know, along the way, I, I was married to my wife, Margie. Uh, she died about five years ago. Uh, and we have two daughters. Uh, I think you've had my daughter, Carrie, on the on the show with you. And uh, we have, I have 10 grandchildren. Uh, so uh, that's kind of a, a nutshell. Uh, uh, probably not as brief as it needed to be. <laughs> Actually, it's beautiful. Thank you for, you know, when one of the things that's so captivating is that you're so sincere and you can feel, um, you know, we're right there with you when you're sharing that, that opening testimony. And, you know, maybe you could share a little bit too about what is the John Paul II Healing Center and what's the focus of this ministry? I, I love to refer people to your center, but I'd love for you to pass that along to our listeners yeah. for them to understand that there's actually a healing center. Yeah, uh, thank you. It, it kind of evolved over the years of coming out of different conferences that we did on, uh, and working with different groups. But basically our mission is to come alongside everyone in the Church to bring transformation into the heart of the Church. And uh, we work with every part of the church, and we have bishops conference and religious superiors and religious women and religious men and deacons and married couples and single people and people of all ages and backgrounds and people who are in ministry and people who are just uh, kind of searching in their in their faith. And we do that through conferences, uh, healing conferences and equipping conferences where we, where we teach people how to pray in those ways. And we also do it through our resources, which uh, there's books and, and workbooks and talks and everything that we make available so that recognizing not everybody can come to a conference, but everybody can have their own personal encounter through the resources. That's great, because I know I've loved your books, and they've been very beneficial. But as a busy mom of four, to go away for a weekend sometimes isn't possible so that you can still take part in this healing through all your amazing resources. Now, I know, yeah, thank you. Yeah, and I know in your books, um, you talk, you know, the focus is spiritual healing, but also physical, but you share with your listeners the principles of spiritual healing. And I thought that was really fascinating when I was reading that this, this past week. So can you share with our listeners what those are? What the principles, the principles of, of spiritual healing? healing yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm not sure particularly what part you're referring to, but where, for me, the spiritual healing is this recognition that who we are, first and foremost, are spiritual beings who have a physical reality, that, and those aren't separated. And 
so our relationship with God is first and foremost the key to our spiritual healing. And, you know, all of us have the need for spiritual healing as a result of the fall in mankind. And we talk about the seven deadly wounds uh, in a lot of the work. And I believe those happened all at the fall of mankind, where we experienced abandonment and rejection and fear and shame, powerlessness and hopelessness, uh, confusion. And each of us in our own unique life experience have, have uniquely experienced those wounds. And the healing of those wounds isn't from, uh, I just need to deal with the symptoms, but I, I need to deal with the deep roots of separation in my life. And and the separation between me and God, but also the separation with myself, within myself, but also the separation with me and other people. And you know, we're created for communion. We're created for holy communion, which is why the Eucharist is the source and center of our life. And anything that's not in communion in our life is a place where we need healing. And so healing ultimately is restoring wholeness and communion in our life. And that comes through forgiveness, from being forgiven and forgiving, but also from encounters with the love of God and with the love of other people. So that's a quick synopsis. You're welcome to ask more if you'd like, but a quick overview. That's beautiful. I, I really think that, you know, each, like you mentioned, each one of us have been wounded when you mentioned those um, different uh, you know, qualities of, of how we've been wounded. And, you know, maybe you could share, uh, you know, some of the fruits or how, you know, this. there's been so much growth, especially with your ministry over the years. You know, what what have you seen with your own eyes? What what does healing look like? Um, you know, what hope can we pass along to the listeners if you are feeling very, you know, inflicted and wounded at this time in your life and you, you really are not sure if you're ready to take that next step? Yeah, it, it almost... It right now brings tears to my eyes to think about the different people over the years and just how their their lives change when they encounter that that real love and merciful healing of Jesus, uh, whether it's directly in an encounter with Him in prayer or whether it's indirectly through relationships with others who are bringing that. And it's, you know, sometimes we struggle for so long, even in the gospel stories, uh, you know, in the in the book, Do You Want to Be Healed? You know, most of the people in those stories had suffered for a long period of time, like we have. You know, we've, we've I suffered for 20 years without really knowing that I was suffering in a particular way or that I could be healed in that. And I find that both when I was a therapist, but even now as we do the conferences, just people come with so much that they've been carrying for so long. And I'm sure so many of the listeners can relate to that. And, and we get to the point where we're saying, well, this is just going to be this way. And then when you see that change or you see the hope of that changing, and then you begin to experience that change, it just, it's so life-changing. There's, I don't think there's anything in this life that brings me more joy than seeing that change takes place when people encounter God's love in that way and, and get freed up in areas where they hadn't been. Well, I loved your book, Do You Want to Be Healed? And you used Lectio Divina and meditative prayer to help people to go through the healing process in this spiritual retreat. So can you share a little bit why you wrote this book and how people can use it and how this kind of prayer can help lead you to healing? Yeah, it was really my editor, um, Christy McDonald at Ave Maria Press, who said, you know, everybody has been 
receiving so much from Be Healed, but I hear, she was saying, I hear so many people saying, I want, I want a tangible way to pray with it. Uh, and could you do something that would be a retreat kind of experience? I think there have been other authors, uh, like Father John Burns, who had written retreat experiences that people are really hungry for. And so I said, sure, yeah, that feels, that's a calling that I feel in my own heart. And so uh, what I did as we, I prayed about it is I said, well, the scriptures are already there in Be Healed. And so let me just take the scriptures and even some of the reflections on the scriptures and bring it into what the Church has often talked about as Lectio Divina-style prayer, which is starting with reading the Scripture and and then meditating on it, you know, just reflecting on it, of chewing it, and letting it encounter me, and then moving from there into vocal prayer, which is, uh, and, and in the book I allow the Psalms to be the beginning of that, but then just from the heart, just, and that's why I chose the Psalms as, the Psalms express our hearts, and so sometimes we don't know how to pray from our hearts. Uh, and so just being able to express to the Lord the areas where I need that encounter, where I need that healing. And and then the contemplative prayer is being able to enter in with the person, you know, like the woman at the well, or the man uh, who's laying by the pool of Bethesda, or uh, even the prodigal son story, just putting ourselves into the story in the present with our own afflictions and and letting the story lead us into encounter with Jesus, which isn't back then, but now. And I, that's really the key point, is that Jesus desires to heal us now, and the Scripture is a living word that allows that communication. Sometimes we don't know how to pray for that healing, and uh, as we enter into contemplation and prayer, uh, we can have that encounter take place in the present, through the words of the Scripture, but directly through the Holy Spirit. And and then the book then leads us into, okay, how do we integrate this into the Church and other resources? Well, it was very beautiful. I, I can't tell you how much I enjoyed it. In fact, I did email Carrie Sertacosta at Ave Maria Press this morning, and I said, I hope there's more of these, because this is so helpful as a layperson to, you know, I, I can't plan, I can't sit for and plan out my prayer as I'd like to with, as a busy mom. So when I, the fact that I can get up and I can open a book and it's all laid out before me, it is such a gift. So thank you for this. Yeah, this is so great. beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, um, I, have a, I have a question. We're talking um, about, do you want to be healed? It's a 10 day spiritual retreat with Jesus. And then also the relationship with the book, the additional book, which um, Be Healed. Is there, should one go before the other, or are they two standalones? Or what do you recommend, you know, for our listener that maybe first is encountering your work? What, where do you want them to start? Uh, they can go either direction. I, I, I think it's uh, just following the places of your heart. It can be read together. Uh, you could be doing the retreat as you're reading chapters of Be Healed, or they could be either one. Uh, if you've read Be Healed already, that'd be a good next step if you feel drawn to the retreat, start there, and then you may be drawn to go deeper uh, in the reflection with Be Healed. So uh, we, we purposely wrote it so they wouldn't be dependent on each other, but they would go together. I was just going to say real quick that, you know, for many of our, our women, our friends, our family members who are suffering, it's such a great gift when you send them a resource, when you send them something tangible. And that's what I'm excited about this 10-day retreat 
along with, as you were talking, I was thinking in my head, oh, and just include Be Healed with it because uh, that book meant so much to me. Yeah, put, put, yeah. put them in a little yeah. gift package and it's a perfect gift for your friend, anybody. And no matter where they are, everybody needs this mm-hmm. type of healing. Yeah. Thank you. And just to let you know, we have coming out too next month, a hardcover edition. Uh, if people have a desire to, to have something that will last longer or give to friends as, as a gift. It is definitely something you want to use more than once. <laughs> Absolutely. I already recognize that. Like, okay, so I finished. I got to do this again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I also loved how you tied in the sacraments. And I know you have a book on the healing power of the sacraments. But one of the stories you shared was about your brother and um, the gift of um, the sacrament of you know, healing of the, the sick. And um, can you share a little bit about that story? Because I just thought it was so beautiful. Yeah, uh, this... You know, I've been receiving the sacraments all my life, but until I saw my brother, who had been a heroin addict and in jail, come back to Christ through the sacraments, I didn't really realize how impactful and transformational they were. And, you know, his first experiences was going on a weekend, uh, going to confession for the first time in a long time. And just after a lot of wrestling through it, just total transformation, he ended up having AIDS. Uh, from a heroin needle before he was in prison. And uh, as he was dying of AIDS, he said, I want to be somebody for Christ, with AIDS for Christ, you know, to, to bring other people to Christ through my illness. And and so he was really uh, united with Jesus' suffering in such a beautiful way that it really affected everybody. But, uh, you know, the point that you're asking about is uh, my sister Margaret and I, who was the youngest of our seven in our immediate family, went over to see him, and he was in a coma. My brother Wayne was was taking care of him, and uh, so we were just so grieved that we didn't get to say goodbye to him before he died. Uh, And so we had a priest come to give him the anointing of the sick, last rites, and Wayne, Wayne, Margaret, and I went out for a run, and we came back, and, and Dave was sitting up in his bedroom, and we were just stunned, absolutely. It was like Lazarus getting up out of the tomb. Uh, and so we run in there because uh, we were afraid he was going to try to walk, and he couldn't walk. And, and he told us a story of when he was anointed. Uh, he said Jesus came to him immediately, and, and, and he was in heaven. And he said, it's not your time yet. You need to go back. I still have something more for you to do, and you'll be coming soon. And so by the grace of that anointing, he was then able to come back. We were able to have the most amazing day together, uh, actually bathing my brother, who couldn't bathe himself. But it was like being children again in the bathtub, but, you know, all of us dressed and him undressed in the bathtub and just, just laughing and, and enjoying this time where we thought, like, we didn't have it. But then he got to reconcile with his daughter, who was eight or nine years old at the time, his daughter's mother, we had never married. They were able to reconcile it. My grandparents, my parents, and my dad was able to make it down uh, to say goodbye and actually was holding him as he was dying. And so it was just God's beautiful redemption through the sacraments uh, that I'll just be all forever grateful for. 
What a beautiful story. We're in tears over here, but thank you so much for for sharing that. It's so, so hopeful for people to hear that when you have people who you, you know you are losing and the, the power of the sacraments and the anointing of the sick, how what a beautiful gift we have in the church and not to be afraid to to ask your priest for that for, for your family members. It's so so important. Well, you are yeah, I've listening. Seen it, I've seen it with everybody in my family, my wife's family, my family. Just that sacrament has been so precious since then. Just so precious. So beautiful. Thank you. Well, you're listening to Inspired by Faith, the program of the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference. I'm Michelle Fanley, and I'm in the studio with Emily Jaminette. And today we're talking with Dr. Bob Shooks about his newest book, Do You Want to Be Healed? So Dr. Bob, can you share with people, you know, want to start this healing journey, can they do this with your resources or do you recommend having a priest or a counselor to help um, to help them along the journey? Again, I think everybody's healing journey is very unique and you just start where you are. And so where the inspiration is, if it's, if it's with a book or if it's even on a radio show, you know, it's wherever it is, uh, it's just where the Spirit sparks you. I know for me it was at a Bible study and... And the scripture passage just uh, ignited something that led me on a journey. And I and I think just to trust that, that, that Jesus, who is encountering you there, is also going to lead you into community or into therapy or into spiritual direction. And just follow the lead. Just follow the inspirations of the Spirit. Because uh, I think when we try to manage it ourselves, we make a mess of it. And uh, if we just allow the Holy Spirit, just the, the things, the desires that rise up in our heart and the inspirations that rise up in our heart, whether it's in a book or whether it's in a, with a therapist or a spiritual director or a sacrament or however it is, a group of friends who do a book study together, you know, any of that can be healing or women's conference, right? Yes. Any of that can be greatly healing. Well, I know that when Michelle and I read Be Healed, we were able to really talk about it. And I know in my family, you know, that, um, you know, we're talking openly about this need to be healed and, and what it looks like. So I think you could bring up a great point of it is a personal journey, but, you know, having your brothers and sisters in Christ walking that journey with you, you know, takes away some of the fear and anxiety that might come from those early stages of heart transformation. Yeah, I think it makes a big difference. Uh, you know, and people say, well, I don't have anybody, but you, anybody can start a book study, right? And whether it's with the people that are closest to you or just people you don't know, you get to be real close as you as you walk through a study together. Or they could come down to the healing center, right, Doctor Bob? Yep. <laughs> yep. Although we're mostly going out to everybody. Okay. Yeah, because you came. You you're coming to Columbus. I mean, this is the opportunity yep. in December, and it doesn't compete with the women's conference in you know February. So it gets you all ready. Yep. It gets you ready. That's right. Well, where can people um, find all your resources and all your books? Uh, at JP Healing, John Paul II Healing Center. You can just Google that or however you get on a search engine. And it's JPII, small letters, healingcenter.org. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And we want to remind our guests that if you're interested in this healing retreat, it is called Healing the Whole Person. It'll be held at St. Paul the Apostle Parish, December 1st through 3rd. So check out St. Paul the Apostle. It's right on the front of their website if you if you want to register. You, you don't want to miss it. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Bob, for joining us. Thank you for your work. And we hope to see you here in Columbus. Yeah, thank you both. I look forward to seeing you. God, God bless. bless you. Bye. Yeah, God bless you. Bye. Ah, what a great gift to have him. Now tell me, now you got to go on a marriage retreat with Dr. Bob and his daughter Carrie. 
It was fabulous. I know you. it was in the height of winter. We missed the first day. And what's kind of cool about his retreats is that a lot of times um, they stream the, they stream the whole thing. So you can sign up remotely. So you and Matt could still go on a marriage retreat remotely. But we did the first night remotely. And then we went to um, St. Francis uh, de Sales for the, for the second part. So we weren't away from the kids too long. But I, I think that, you know, we got to step away, as you know, like, we are so gifted with so many opportunities each and every day to have a very full life. But when you step away and come back, um, you know, things change for the better. And so I'm really excited about the healing retreat because the marriage retreat is more of a focus on having a stronger marriage. And the healing retreat is really, you know, about your own personal journey. So I think both will complement. Absolutely. I know. I remember when we first read Be Healed and we were kind of like, I mean, eyes popping out of our heads. We're like, we, wow, this is so new to us this this you know understanding the roots of our sin and why we do things but it was so transformative i still remember if you um the passage you talked about you know what are the apples you pull from the tree when you are feeling sad you might act angry and those little insights from his books are so helpful because it's not just spiritual but it's also really good counseling and his his uh psychology that he brings in i i just think they complement so nicely yeah what a gift to have him in the church and i'm so glad he was able to join us today because you never know when you you contact the authors like oh please have space for 20 minutes for us yes and he gave us all the time in the world it felt like when he was talking to us so i think you know the conclusion for me again is to continue that healing process and to continue to um, be open to the lord i loved that he said is wherever the spirit sparks you <laughs> that's, like, that's where you start that's where you start so don't be intimidated don't be overwhelmed if it's counseling if it's picking up a book if it's you know setting up a, a continual adoration hour every week whatever it is but being open to the healing i think that was the key to a lot of his resources absolutely well we have a little prayer i took one of the prayers from the book was psalm 25 obviously from scripture um that and I want you just to, you know, if you're out there, just close your eyes and, and to pray this prayer. It's Psalm 25 with us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Make known to me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me by your fidelity and teach me, for you are God my Savior. For you I want all the day long. Remember your compassion and your mercy, O Lord, for they are ages old. Remember no more the sins of my youth. Remember me according to your mercy because of your goodness, Lord. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful prayer and mm. what a way to, you know, uh, I think sometimes we get hung up on our old sins. And I love that, you know, remember no more the sins of my youth, right? To, to wash that, wash that away. Wash it away. Well, thank you so much for joining us for Inspired by Faith. We hope you are blessed and inspired by this episode. To find out more about the Columbus Catholic Women's Conference, visit us at ColumbusCatholicWomen.com. And to hear more about Emily and my work, be sure to check out InspireTheFaith.com. 